Hey, man. How you going, all right? Doing good. How about yourself? Yeah, good, bro. Good. Yeah, it's all it's all happening this morning. You look like you're in a really cool place. I like that. Where, where, where are you at now? I'm sat at my house. Yep. It's uh, I keep showing everybody that it's snowed a foot so far and it's keep keeps coming down. So I'm excited to get over there because I guess it's summer over there. So it's going to be a nice change. Mate, you are in for an absolute shock because <laughs> 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 it is brutal. It is so brutally hot and it's going to be it's like a complete change. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's any better than, uh, you know, how cold it is right now. I guess my life is just uh, two different extremes constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it would be strange like that. You know, you get off the plane, you're expecting it to, and then you're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but um, have you been here before? I mean, not toured. This is your first tour, but have you ever been down to australia just for a visit it's a little never never yeah my first time ever in australia that's that's incredible man like what what are you kind of expecting what are your expectations of australia what's because everyone sort of thinks that we're all uh you know people run around with kangaroos and (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's like that's like the american perception of uh australia basically uh I just know the stereotypes of, you know, koala bears and Vegemite and kangaroos and, uh, you know, the Irwin family. That's like the extent of what I know. Um, But, you know, actually, I I keep telling everyone, my sister actually lives in Manly. And uh, I've never, yeah, she's lived there for three years and I've never got to visit her. So this would be my first time visiting her. You know what? I'm hearing that a lot of late from like bands that are coming through that they've got close relatives down here that they may yeah. have seen in a little while that, that have ever, it seems like everyone's coming here. So <laughs> America, America's insane sometimes. So it just seems like a more laid back culture down there, to be honest. Oh mate, you're going to love it. You're going to have the best time, you know, and people are hanging to see you live, you know, you're going to full live band and uh, everything cranking it up, turning it to 11. It's going to be amazing. All the way to 11. Yeah, we're excited. And, you know, I've had a lot of friends play in Australia and they're like, you know, you're going to love it. Like crowds are so good there. So I'm, I'm excited. Are there any Aussie bands or artists that, you know, you've connected with or even follow that, you know, you'd love to meet up with when you're down here? Maybe some mates? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm like, in terms of like Australian culture, I'm like on an island. I think it's going to just be a shock for me, to be honest. I mean, I have a little bit of a family connection there, but Hmm. no, I I do. I do love, I mean, they're blowing up, but I do love the chats. Oh, Um, yes. Yes. Do they and and I don't think it gets more Australian than them. It seems like, like listening to that Smoko song, I'm like, this is, gotta be australia just like encapsulated so yeah i'm just expecting everyone in australia to have the same haircut as the dude from the chats (laughs) you're in for a rude surprise but (laughs) not everyone not it some some it's it's, i think it's like 50 50 but um we don't all have them (laughs) killer (laughs) 
But uh, your latest uh, full-length album, Trauma Factory, came out in 2021. Um, but you've released some singles in between as well, which are really good. Now, you know, touring is all happening again, and, and fans have had time to sort of sit with that album, get used to it, learn the lyrics. Have you been finding that it's connecting with people now that you're hitting the road full-time again? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, when I released my last record trauma factory was you know basically peak pandemic so you know you hear but like people saying nice things and you see the numbers on social media and on the internet but at the end of the day i really believe that the internet is not real life so it wasn't until my last headliner that i just did in the u.s this past year and then i just got back from europe it was seeing everyone know the words um, you know, you're, I'm kind of on stage like, oh shit, you know, like people actually like the album. So it's like, it's such a bizarre experience for like two years, a year and a half to go by and me just not playing those songs live to doing it now. It's like, it's a shock and I'm stoked that people like it, you know? Can you clear something up for me though? Is that Jonathan <laughs> Banks, you know, Mike from Breaking Bad doing the spoken word on the intro? <laughs> no no it's not jonathan banks and that's funny because my girlfriend and i literally just finished an episode of breaking bad before i did this interview um and uh yeah i already watched it but i'm making her watch it again because it's you know it's breaking bad but it's not i wish it was um it's actually uh it's actually a friend of mine who who lives here in vermont that i met randomly um and he just has a crazy voice and we call him the white wolf I lo- he's got man it, he so does he's got that wise yeah. sort of being around the block voice and i was li- i kept listening to it and going i know that voice but i don't know the voice i was like i was like it has to be jonathan but i was way off obviously but that yeah. dude should just be if i want that guy to narrate my life get him <laughs> i know, you know what i mean that guy's got the coolest voice yeah, it was, it was funny because, you know, in a lot of the early Nothing Nowhere stuff for, you know, for two years, I didn't show my face and I would have him, I would have the white wolf in my videos in place of me. Oh. So I would be everywhere and people are like, who, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And um, people might not ever know exactly who the white wolf is, but uh, he's always going to keep showing up. I can guarantee that. I love that. I love that myth. <laughs> it's so good. But, uh, you know, it is a really great album. And I p- particularly love, like, the heavy stuff on there. Like, um, the breakdown in, in Death is so sick, man. Like, Thank you. Oh, man. You I was mowing, mowing the lawn to it yesterday. And just, <laughs> I got stuff done. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but, you know, it, you know, in saying that, there's songs like Real, which is very honest and, and dealing with, you know, depression and anxiety and and being creative and that is something i found super relatable man like yeah you know and just like in the song i'm sure you you've heard out there on the road from fans coming up to you in random places and how it's connected with them yeah yeah that's it's never lost on me um you know how amazing uh music can be to make a connect other human being you know it's uh i grew up you know finding solace and really like doing like self-medicating with music you know and that really helped me so it's really special for kids to come up to me now and be like hey 
this song really helped me this last album you did really you know a lot of times I'll say it saved my life and I'm like you know that's super important to me that's you know it feels like I have a purpose in life and that's like what more can you ask for you know in the song you mentioned you know a kid coming up to you did that actually happen at the yeah yeah you know, is it a true story in the song yeah yep it's it's one of many instances where I guess in that song I'm sort of grappling with you know sometimes people will treat musicians or someone they look up to as someone larger than life or like a model citizen where you know at the same time flawed human being um and i have in the past put a lot of pressure on myself to be you know all there all the time but i think the solution or the remedy to that is to just be super raw and visceral in in my music to just portray myself as a normal dude because that's all i am i just play guitar and i you know i I basically have a, my diary is my songs, you know? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. It's, you know, you do oh, it yeah. very well, brother. <laughs> you do hey. it very well. You know, just, you know, you go, I'm just a normal dude, but you know, you, I just play guitar like a, a, a badass motherfucker and I can uh, do all, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you got something going on there, man. <laughs> I need you to hype me up sometimes, you know, <laughs> just, Hey, I could be your white wolf, just the, the yeah. Australian one that goes, yeah, mate, you're doing a good job. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you you have a new track coming out in a couple of days called Thirst for Violence, I believe, um, with Freddie yeah. Dredd and Silverstein. Now, what I've heard of that so far, it's heavy as fuck, and I love it, dude. Like, tell yeah. me, tell me how this has come about. Yeah, so Thirst for Violence, uh, I wrote it with my friends. Uh, I wrote it with Blake Hardman, who plays guitar for me in my live band. And I also wrote it with a couple of other friends. Um, and really, it's just my influence for that is just my love for new metal growing up. And, uh, you know, it's got shades of uh, post-hardcore as well. Yeah. But I feel like, you know... I finished the song and I thought it was done, but I was like, you know, I think we could take it to the next level. So I hit up, uh, hit up Shane from Silverstein to do the screams and I'm glad I did. Cause he's just so good. Um, and then I actually somehow got Freddie dread on there. Cause I wanted, uh, you know, another rapper as well. And he absolutely murders his verse. I'm excited for people to hear it. Um, so I I'm really excited. We played it we played it on the last tour in Europe and it wasn't even released and it was, it went the hardest every night and no one knew the song, you know? So I can't wait to, for, you know, in Australia when we play it and everyone knows it, I can't imagine how fun it's going to be. That's going to be so sick, dude. I mean, it you've been, looks like you've been teasing some big stuff though, like on the socials. Is it part of a bigger concept or, you know, yeah. some collaborations or a new album or. Yeah. I have a new album coming out. Yeah, I do. Um, I have not dropped as of this interview right now. I have not dropped the the release date, um, but it uh, it will be very soon, potentially within the next week of us talking about this. Um, so, yeah, I have a new album coming out. It has amazing features. I already dropped the songs, you know, Cyanide featuring Pete Wentz, uh, Misery Syndrome with Buddy from Census Fail. Mm -hmm. And now we have 
Thirst for Violence with Freddie and uh, Silverstein. Um, and then in addition to that, there's like five more features on the record and they're all from, you know, really heavy bands, post-hardcore bands, deathcore bands. Um, so this is my heaviest record I've ever made. Um, and I'm really excited to basically just start a new chapter. That's so sick. It's, uh, man, because I saw the teaser and you had everything like featuring XX and I was like, oh, I've got to know. I need to know. Yeah. You'll give me a sneaky, uh, you know, but nah, you're keeping it to your chest, don't you? You know, I, yeah. Nev. I, I feel like, you know, people will, will lose their mind when they see <laughs> this. Oh, it's, it's really like, it's all just my idols, really. Just people that I really admire. And I, I'm, like, I'm so grateful that they're on my record. Like they made it really special. So. See, I guess that would be something really satisfying that you've gotten to a place in your career now where you, you've, you've, yeah, I mean, look at who you've collaborated with already, but yeah, you know what I mean? Calling up people that you've looked up to, you know, growing up and going, hey, man, you want to jump on this record? And they're like, yeah, man, let's go. It must be such a cool feeling, you know? Yeah, it's so, so surreal. Uh, I had to work through a lot of uh, like imposter syndrome about it. You know, I felt like I, uh, it was kind of a fluke for a while. Like my success was a fluke. So I had to do a lot of internal work and being like, nah, man, like I worked really hard. I started playing guitar when I was 12. I started recording myself when I was 12, you know, and I, I worked really hard to be where I'm at. So um, once I got that out of the way, like now I just look at it, like I'm so grateful that I put in the time and that, you know, my, my idols, people that I really loved growing up can see me as their peer now because, you know, I put in the work and, and I can make these like songs with them. It's like, it's a dream come true for sure. I feel you there, man, completely when it comes to that, that feeling, you know, I even doing yeah. this and my own music and, you know, you just go, uh, but you know, you, you, when you put in the work, you know, sometimes it's, it is hard to sort of see that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And our, and our, you know, we all have, you know, that, that voice in our heads that tells us that we're not good enough, you know? And it's just like, no, like sometimes you gotta be like, Oh, fuck you. Like I am, you know what I mean? I yeah, put yeah. in the work, you know, you work super hard at something like something's going to happen eventually. So I'm, I'm just really excited and grateful to be where I'm at right now. Yeah. And especially coming down here, dude. And then, yeah, are you going to play, you going to play some extra new ones? Are you going to give us some teasers of some new tracks? Yeah. Yeah. There'll definitely be some, some new stuff on the set list. And uh, I'm just really excited. Um, yeah. Even just like the, the fact that I, when I was younger, if I told myself, Hey, you're going to fly across the world to Australia to play some shows, like I would have lost my mind. So it's, <laughs> so, it's so. That's so exciting, man. And of course, I mean, you're talking about your collaborations. Is there anyone that is still on your list, on your hit list that you'd, you'd really thrown it out there in the world? You know, who, yeah. who's that sort of, we've all got that, you know, that white whale. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm, I would love, you know, I'm a massive Linkin Park fan. So Mike Shinoda would be amazing. You know, uh, also, you know, Fred Durst. I know people would be surprised hearing, hearing oh, that. Man. Uh, yeah, I, that was like my first, my two first bands that I really fell in love with was Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit. So, um, that for, for me as a kid, like that's what I always look forward to, you know? So who knows? I reckon that could totally happen. I could see <laughs> that. Hey, like both those dudes, I reckon they jump at it. 100%. 100%. Yeah, we'll, yeah they're, they're, 
I just thought they were the most badass like musicians growing up and and it's cool to see them still killing it so it's inspiring yeah absolutely man absolutely and of course uh you know visually as well you you keep things really interesting uh you've got so many videos that you you know content is just you're very <laughs> creative man like where does that Thanks. usually come from and and where do you want to sort of see that go in the next few years? Do you want to take that further into a visual aspect? Yeah. I mean, um, I, before I was a musician, I was a filmmaker and I, I graduated from film school. Mm. Um, and when I started nothing, nowhere, I was working as a cinematographer and an editor for an ad agency. <laughs> so I had, yeah. I had a nine to five editing commercials and then I'd, uh go go home and record you know songs to put on soundcloud so um I, I mean i've always loved the music videos you know i grew up as a millennial i grew up in the trl era and just sort of the headbangers ball and, and all that so i um i just think it's i've loved cinema i've loved music videos and filming and editing were my first loves really i mean in tandem with music so you know i grew up filming snowboarding and skateboarding videos and i just i need to create and whether that's making a song or making a film or a music video like i can't stop so i just in terms of the next you know few years i just i want to keep pushing the envelope and um hopefully just expanding on these like universes that i'm trying to create Full length? Do you reckon you go like a full length feature concept, like full Pink Floyd, the wall type deal? Like if someone wants to throw the money at me, I would be glad to, but until then it seems like a, an expensive pursuit, but no, that would be, that would be amazing. Honestly. Yeah. So that's me. I just, I, I, I'm always trying to think of, you know, the big picture and then I go, Oh yeah. The money thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. everything. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, man. So, of course, you know, you've got this tour coming up, a new album that you're going to tell me all about after we, we jump off. Um, he's not really. But um, what else is coming up, dude? What, you know, 2023 and beyond, what's what's on the cards for you, brother? Yeah, man. Um, just getting this new record out. And then in the spring, I will be, you know, following the Australian tour, I'll be uh, touring with Wage War and Spite. Ooh. Um, so yeah. And, uh, a lot of people, <laughs> uh, as we're recording this, you know, uh, the album has not been released yet and I have been announced on a metalcore and deathcore tour. So people are scratching their heads and I'll be honest, I love it because they go to my Spotify and they hear softer songs and stuff and they're very confused and they don't know to drop a heavy album. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun one. Um, I really want to push myself into a new scene. Um, I feel like I've done what I can. Um, and I've, I've done a lot within sort of the SoundCloud alternative rap space. Um, and I'm really just returning to my roots. You know, I grew up listening to post hardcore and hardcore and, and that's what I'm making now. You know, I'm, I'm it's, it feels this new record feels like a passion project. Really? Like I'm, I'm really excited. And, um, yeah, just torn my ass off going over to Europe in the summer, playing all sorts of festivals, download, rock and ring, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy year, but I'm, I'm excited. That's awesome, man. And you know what? Before we go, 
that's the cool thing about you though is that you could go and do all that other stuff and then if you want to return to the to the hip-hop or the mellow stuff you can because you can walk between all the worlds you've set yourself up like that and that's that's the thing that i admire about you musically is that there's no boundaries thanks man yeah i mean yeah i would like to you know tell that to anybody really who's an artist is just don't don't put up these weird societal walls and these genres and these labels because you're only stifling you know the true unfiltered art from your brain so just just do whatever you want and if anyone doesn't like it they can fuck off <laughs> wise words man wise words and uh dude thank you so much again for hanging out on the show we'll have all the links down here and on the website i can't wait to see you soon uh mate take care in your winter wonderland and then get ready Thanks. for blazing brutal summer <laughs> see you then <laughs>